Welcome to another edition of In the Studio with Rubio, number 282. Let's hit it! Hello, hello, happy Tuesday, July 20th. I am your host, Chris Rubio. We have a lot of things to tackle today, man. A lot of things to tackle. Now, whether it's from the NBA Finals of 2021 to what Bill Burr said, Bill Burr's my hero. Of course, China's flooding. We have that Dr. Fauci slash, you know, versus Rand Paul thing that happened. Was it a few days ago? I don't know. And of course, we're going to talk about the Capitol rioters. The Capitol, the cap, one of the Capitol rioters got sentenced. Now, is it overkill? I don't know. I know. And we're going to also see how the Major League Baseball replays work. You know what I mean? Because it's always been, it's always been confusing to me. Who are they calling? Who are they calling? And how many people, how many minutes does it take just to watch some tape? All this, guys, all this in this episode of In the Studio with Rubio. Let's do this. <laughs> of course, before I start, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Hit that notification bell. If you like this video, go ahead and share this video. And if you must, go ahead and leave a comment down below. Ladies and gentlemen, man, it was a hot day today. I just came back from the park with my dog. That's what I do on a regular basis. You know, and it's just nice. It's nice. It's nice for me to come over here. It's, it's, it's nice for me to go get some vitamin D. Even though it's a hot day, I usually try to spend at least 40 minutes. At least 40 minutes just like walking around in the sun, trying to avoid the shadows, try to get all the vitamin D. I don't know if it's a little overkill. I don't know. <sighs> but um, I do. I, I would like to say this, that uh, when you walk around with your dog, when you walk uh, around with your dog in nature, there's something about it. Something that just, it, it just makes you feel happy. It makes you feel one, uh, one with the earth. What's up, Mr. Harris? What's going on with you, brother? Anyways, guys, I don't know how you guys feel about the vaccine. Okay. We all know there's some people that got them. I don't care if you got it or if you didn't get it. It's your freedom. It's it's your choice whether to get it or not. Anyways, I recorded a little something earlier. So hopefully you guys enjoy. Here you go. All right. So um, just a quick little word um, to the people that uh, continue to try to demonize people who are not vaccinated. Now, the thing is, um, I'm not going to tell you whether I'm vaccinated or not. Because the truth is, is none of your damn business. Now... I saw a segment from uh, Crystal and Sagar saying that the number one thing that most people that are vaccinated have uh, have the complaints about the non-vaccinated is their level of, I would say, intellectuality. And the thing is, they boggle down why most people, why most people, a lot of people, a lot of people I know decide not to get vaccinated is because they're better. They think they're better off with the coronavirus uh, other than the vaccine and who's to blame them you know like there's a lot of uh, mistrust in the in the government uh, like, like you know i've got my quarrels with the government i know a lot of people do and when it boils down to it it's my choice so what the hell why why do people have to complain about that shit 
It's none of your damn business. If you're vaccinated, why the hell do you even have an opinion about the people who are not vaccinated? If you're vaccinated, just go ahead and continue with your lives. And I can't believe like I'm living in L.A. and L.A. is just so fascist now is because we start to mandate uh, mask wearing inside venues now. And then you go to the O.C., you literally go next door. There's no mask mandate. Like what the it's like hysteria. And I've got all these people that I've come across for the past few days, ever since they mandated it over the weekend. They're like, is this stupid? Yes, it's stupid. All this freaking mask wearing is stupid. It goes against the CDC guidelines and everything. And people are still, people are still questioning this. This, this is not even a thing. <sighs> Look, man, the only thing I gotta say is if you're, if you're ridicule. Look, when you ridicule people who are not vaccinated. What do you think they're going to do? They're, are they going to suddenly feel guilty? Suddenly have an epiphany? Oh, oh my gosh, all these people are actually pissed off at me. I, I think I should go get vaccinated. It does the opposite. And plus, how do you know? Let's say if I didn't get vaccinated, if I choose not to get vaccinated, what is it your business? If I decide not to get vaccinated, if... And I'm not telling if I did or if I did not. How do you know if my logic of thinking wasn't, hey, I think I'm better off with the, uh, with, with, with the COVID, even the Delta variant, because I work out, I get enough vitamin D, I don't overindulge, I think I'm fit, I think I'll be fine. You know who you should be worried about is the people who didn't get vaccinated, who are, I'm going to say, fat pieces of shit, okay? Those are the people you got to worry about. Don't worry about me. Shoot, I'll be fine. Worry about those fuckers. But of course, you can't say that. Oh, Chris, man, you got to you gotta be more accommodating. You got to be more accommodating to the weak. Fuck the weak. If this pandemic has taught us anything is that you need a good immune system and you need to, you know, if you're doing bad things to your body, then this pandemic has taught you to get healthy, to be active. But, you know, nobody ever wants to talk about that. Everybody's like, oh, vaccine this, vaccine that. You know, but, uh, fuck everything, man. Nothing really exists anyway, so. <laughs> well, am I right, Jordan? With your, with your freaking happy happy or laughing emoji it's like mind your own damn business what's this link you sent me Jordan what is this link you sent me sir let me see Mr. Harris always likes to send me uh, videos which will blow my mind. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I have seen this before. That led to this, uh, an S1 spike that looks very similar, if not exactly, to what's on the COVID-19 spike. Um, 
What are you referring to, Senator? Can you please be more specific? Could you yeah. be more specific, sir? So I'm talking about the S1. Well, I can't the, hear uh, shit. The COVID-19 spike. What, what about it? I'm, I'm, I mean, are you talking about an experiment? Are you talking about a paper that was published? So I'm talking about uh, viral research that was done using NIH funding with the North Carolina lab and Dr. Xi developed this S1 subunit spike that looks exactly like what we have. Well, you know what? Before before I go into this, into this, um, this is actually my first topic. The first topic uh, brought to you by the Daily Caller, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, it's always about the Daily Caller, man. Quote, you do not know what you're talking about, unquote. Rand Paul clashes with Dr. Fauci in tense Capitol Hill uh, hearing. This is interesting. Republican, uh, I'm sorry, Republican Kentucky Senator Rand Paul clashes with Dr. Anthony Fauci in a Capitol Hill, uh, Capitol Hill hearing, accusing him of lying about gain-of-function research funding. Paul questioned Fauci during Tuesday's hearing and immediately framed his line of attack by reminding Fauci that it was a crime to lie to Congress and the exchange only got heated um, from there. Okay, let's go ahead and watch it because this is so awesome. Also, the out um, in the communities for the toolkits on the prevention side. Right. Thank you. I yield back, Chair Murray. Thank you. Senator Paul. Dr. Fauci, as you are aware, it is a crime to lie to Congress. Section 1001 of the U.S. Criminal Code creates a felony. By the way, that's a very boring section. Very, very boring section. <laughs> In a five-year penalty for lying to Congress. On your last trip to our committee on May 11th, you stated that the NIH has not ever and does not now fund gain-of-function research in the Wuhan Institute of Virology. And yet, gain-of-function research was done entirely in the Wuhan Institute by Dr. Xi and was funded by the NIH. I'd like to ask unanimous consent to insert into the record the Wuhan virology paper entitled... Insert it into the minutes, sir. Discovery of a rich gene pool of bat SARS-related coronaviruses. Please deliver a copy of the journal article to Dr. Fauci. In this paper, Dr. Xi credits the NIH and lists the actual number of the grant that she was given by the NIH. In this paper, she took two bat coronavirus genes, spike genes, and combined them with a SARS-related backbone to create new viruses that are not found in nature. These lab-created viruses were then to shown to replicate in humans. These experiments combine genetic information from different coronaviruses that infect animals but not humans to create novel artificial viruses able to infect human cells. Viruses that in nature only infect animals were manipulated in the Wuhan lab to gain the function of infecting humans. This research fits the definition of the research that the NIH said was subject. Is this complicated to understand? Rand Paul to me is making, and I'm not even a Republican. I say fuck the Republicans, fuck the Democrats, but it seems like Rand Paul is making a lot of sense. Putting this guy's feet to the fire! To the pause in Put 2014 to, the fire. to 2017. A pause in funding on gain of function. But the NIH... By the way, did, did, did anybody remember back in the days like when the pandemic first started? Oh, we got a call. 
Thank you for calling in the studio with Rubio. Who this? This is Jack Delk. Jack Delk, my favorite. Jack Delk, yes. Uh, thank you. Um, <laughs> I just want to say it's a pleasure, <laughs> and I'm glad you're a true patriot spreading the word about Rand Paul versus Dr. Fauci. Man, I mean, this this uh, this was, I guess, recorded yesterday or a couple days ago. Was it yesterday or was it a couple days ago? Well, I know the news is coming out about it just now. My so. God, it's like it's it's he's saying he's saying this right in front of his face. This is gain of function research, and Fauci is denying it. I, I I had to replay this. This this is like the fifth time I've watched this, and I keep shaking my head. I'm like, how could people not not see that? You know. And here's the thing that's very disturbing about the mainstream media. If you look up the Daily Beast, if you look up MSNBC, if you yeah. look up a lot of these other uh, outlets, you will see that they actually make it seem that Fauci is telling Rand Paul off. The Daily Beast said Fauci torches Rand Paul. M NBC News says Fauci blasted <laughs> Rand Paul's Wuhan lab funding. That This is the whole thing of the media narrative of where people will only read the headlines yeah. and they just go, oh, he told them Dr. Fauci got Rand Paul. And this is disgusting because a lot of people who are busy with their boring lives have nothing else to do than to stop and not watch this video. Yeah. You know, this is this is how I knew when, when um, uh, Crystal and Sagar are talking about it. And they, they, both of them come to a consensus. Like, this is, this is nuts. Like, that's how I know. It's like, yeah, this is nuts. Okay. You've got, first off, uh, shouts out to Breaking Points, uh, which I feel like everybody should watch when new episodes come out because that's the way politics is supposed to be talked about. Okay. Um, but going back to this, yeah, I totally agree, man. People are just, uh, are just, basically just stuck within their own tribe <laughs> or they're just yeah. they're just stuck with watching cnn and by the way the second or i think the third article i'm gonna read is i hope you watched when bill burr went off on cnn i hope you watched that or heard it uh, i read it on stalker's instagram i didn't see what actually happened it was so good it was so great talk about dude he fucking torched cnn bro torched them Oh, wow. Yeah. And not only that, I think a couple days ago, there was another guy um, that was on CNN on Brian Stelter's program. And Brian Stelter had no uh, comeback because basically the guys were promoting his book, but at the same time, the guy yeah, was Yeah, he like, was the author of the book. I saw that part. Yeah, 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 wasn't that awesome too? He's like, you're a piece of shit, basically, he told uh, Stelter. <laughs> he pretty much said the show was garbage. And yeah. I was like, this is what Brian Stelter has always needed because you know in the sense that these CNN hosts are kind of they they ignore the people online that are trying to give them criticism because they're like oh they're just haters and it's just this is the thing cnn has created a safe space like a lot of the colleges yes. in the cross country yeah and now they're trying to like say well a lot of these people are haters they don't understand their misinformation i must be doing something right and brian Seltzer is the worst the worst he is the, the absolute worst, worst. You can understand Dan Lemon's 
reasoning behind uh, Black Lives Matter and a lot of his arguments, you could even somehow know that the nepotism led to Chris Cuomo getting his primetime spot. But Ryan Stelter's show has failed in ratings time and time again. It's not just a Trump word. <laughs> it's actually what Brian Stelter actually is. And yeah. he, the, it's surprising how he still has a show. You know, I, 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 did, did you read that one article, how much he's hated so much that there was uh, one anchor, like he couldn't make uh, one of his shows, so he had a, he had a fill-in. The fill-in had the more fill-in views. better than Yeah, him. yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a red flag. That is yeah. a red flag that the fill-in host is doing better than you. <laughs> That's like if I. That's like if I go, hey Chris, I'm gonna be out. Can you co-host PRLA with Mark for me? And then you guys end up doing like thousand views over my like I don't know my weekly yeah. average. You mean Zach Elk? Like, Zach Elk. I mean, you know. Oh no, I'm sorry. No, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. You, I mean, that's what you meant, Elk's right? Birthday, by the way. It's Zach Elk's birthday. So like, just, when uh, is when is Zach ahead. Elk's birthday? It's today. So he has a day Shut off. Shut the uh, hell up! Oh my show, god! Yeah. Oh, you but called Jack that man. Call that man and tell him Chris Rubio, one of his, one of his faves, one of my faves, uh, Zach. I'll tell him happy birthday. Tell him I love that guy, man. Uh, I'll make sure to tell him. I'll pass it on through Signal, uh, where it's the government and nobody else could see it. So I'll make sure to pass that on along. So. <laughs> But it's ridiculous. And back to the Dr. Fauci thing real quick. Just this guy not too long ago said that any rebuke or any insult on me is an insult, insult on, on science. science. Yep. And that goes to show that this guy doesn't have a lot of ground to stand on. No, he doesn't he's an elitist. He's a, he's an elitist like everybody is uh, like any other establishment pro- politician. Now you could say that uh, some people say that uh, the same thing for Rand Paul, but I don't think Rand Paul is anything close to like uh, like a person of like uh, like Hillary Clinton or or anybody of that stature. You know what I mean? Like yeah. You know, he's, and the difference between Senator, Senator Rand Paul and Dr. Fauci is like he, he, Rand Paul is a doctor as well. So when Rand Paul is able to show evidence or ask for sources, it's coming from a let, let's see what you have to say. Let's see from an evidence standpoint of like what is in uh, these uh, behind the money trailing back towards the Wuhan lab and XYZ. Yeah. Whereas Dr. Fauci goes, well, the scientists say it's just like, OK, what did the scientists say? Can we see some data? And it's just he's the end all be all. Like he believes yeah. he's the root of all the sources and people have to come to him. So anything he says goes. And that's not the way science is supposed to be backed up. Nope. Nope. Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, uh, I hope I hope this video gets spread more you know what i mean um it does look positive because i was on youtube and uh i hit the news tab and this exchange between them was on the top of uh the the trending as far as news so now you could say about youtube censorship is is one thing but i am glad that at least this is being played you know yeah so yeah and uh to your point i just think again when i see media outlets that are saying like oh dr fauci blast i'm like how did he blast he just name called he didn't say anything like of importance like he was like this is how i can provide the money trail uh other than that you're a liar and he didn't show that the money wasn't linking back to the wuhan like the money that he helped get back to to him you know it's just everything's suspicious everything is just i mean gosh damn it's like it's it's in front of everybody's eyes and people are like, oh, well, let's get more evidence. 
It's like what John Stewart said, man. <laughs> like what John Stewart said on Colbert, man. It's like it's it's the it's it's the lab. <laughs> it's there. It's for, in front of your eyes. Just fucking open them. Yeah, and I, I'm glad he said something because again, there's not a lot of uh, comedians or even celebrities that are actually trying to be that obvious because yeah. you know how, how Hollywood is. Like, if you say something, then you're gonna probably be outed. It's pretty much a cult. Yeah, yeah. I'm just waiting for Bill Burr to get outed sooner or later because he does say a lot of stuff like, "Ooh, he's gonna get canceled." Nope. I think he's too big. I think he's he's like one of those Joe Rogans, like too big to cancel. I think. Well, you know, Jack Delk believes that uh, him pushing the vaccine agenda was something that keeps him a little bit, uh, adds a little bit more tally marks to his days in there. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say that too. Good point. Yeah. Well, yeah, Jack Delk, but... it's always, you're, you're, you're always a pleasure to talk to. So thank you very much for calling in the show. And uh, if you do talk to uh, Zach Elk, tell him I love the dude and uh, happy birthday. And I hope he gets gray hairs in his balls. I will pass the word along to him. And uh, I heard you have a show later on at the Ha Ha Comedy Club. Yes, with uh, Andy Southern. And um, I'm, I, I'm double booked and I got a 10 p.m. show I'm featuring at the Maui Sugar Mill in Tarzana tonight. So, oh. yeah. If you guys want to come by, do it. Oh, I'll ask Zach. We'll see. Yes, ask Zach, man. Hopefully, ho- uh, tell Zach to pass by. <laughs> All right, will do. All right, buddy. Good job, Patriot. All right, later. Ah, oh, guys, Jack Delk, one of my one of my favorite callers. <laughs> but uh, let's go ahead and finish off this video because this video they is re- this video is really important for you guys. Just just shut up and just listen to this exchange because it's it's eye opening. Okay recognize this defines in a way and it never came under any scrutiny dr richard e bright a molecular biologist from rutgers described this research in wuhan as the wuhan lab used nih funding to construct novel chimeric sars related coronaviruses able to infect human cells and laboratory animals this is high risk research that creates new potential pandemic pathogens, potential pandemic pathogens that exist only in the lab, not in nature. This research matches, these are Dr. Ebright's words, this research matches, indeed epitomizes, the definition of -of gain-of-function research done entirely in Wuhan, for which there was supposed to be a federal pause. Dr. Fauci, knowing that it is a crime to lie to Congress, do you wish to retract your statement of May 11th where you claimed that the NIH never funded gain-of-function research in Wuhan? Senator Paul, I have never lied before the Congress. Microphone. Your microphone. Senator Paul, I have never lied. You're lying now! You're lying now! Gosh, this is... <laughs> before the Congress, and I do not retract... That statement. I did not retract this paper that you were referring to was judged by qualified staff up and down the chain. Qualified staff up and down the chain. Now I want to know who these uh, cronies are. Seriously, as not being gain of function. 
So what was? Let me take, finish. You take an animal virus and you increase its transmissibility to humans. Right. You're saying that's not gain of function. Yeah, that is correct. And I, wait, 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 wait. I, I just, I, oh, no, I need, I need, I need to, I need to rewind this. I need to rewind this. When you, okay, hold on. Let me replay this. Right. You're saying that's not gain of function. Yeah, that is correct. <laughs> animal virus and of function. What was? Let me take, finish. Take an animal virus and you increase its transmissibility to humans. Right. You're saying that's not gain of function. I thought that's what gain of function was. Okay. I thought gain of function was when you put steroids in a virus to make it transmissible to humans. You know, just so just so when uh, an apocalyptic day happens and we have the vaccine, I thought that's what that's what gain of function research was to put steroids in the virus. Yeah, that is correct. And and Senator Paul, you do not know what you are talking about, quite frankly. And I want to say, look at, look at, look at, look at. You do not know what you're talking about. <laughs> frankly, and I want to say that, quite frankly, you do not know what Senator Paul, you do not know what you are talking about, quite frankly. And I want to say that officially, you do not know. By the way. By the way, credit to the people sitting in the back seats. Credit, credit. Cre I got to give credit, credits due. They're just minding their own business. The guy way in the back, uh, back to his right with the beard was like, I just want this shit over with. What you are talking about. Let's okay, you get NIH. one person. Let's read from the NIH definition of gain of function. This is your definition that you guys wrote. It says that scientific research that increases the transmissibility among mammals is gain of function. They took animal viruses that only occur in animals and they increased their transmissibility to humans. How you can say that is not gain of function? It is not. It's a damn. How is he going to lie right now? How is he going to do that? I thought that's what gain of function research was, okay? Am I confused? Is Dr. Dr. Rand Paul confused? Dance, and you're dancing around this. He is dancing around it heavily. not gain current animals, and they increase their transmissibility to humans. Dr. Fauci said he did not lie. I'll tell you a lie. I'll pause it when he lies. How you can say that is not gain of function. It is not. It's I, he lied. He lied. It is not. He said, it is not. It is not gain of function research. Uh, you dance and you're dancing around this because you're trying to obscure responsibility for four million people dying around the world okay. from a pandemic. And, and let's let's send Dr. Fauci. I have to. Well, now you're getting into something. If the point that you are making is that the the, the grant that was funded as a sub award from EcoHealth to Wuhan created SARS-CoV-2, that's where you are getting. Let me finish. We don't know. Well, we don't wait know a minute. If it didn't I come can, from the lab, but all you, the evidence is pointing that it came from the lab. You, and there will be responsibility for those who funded the lab, including yourself. I, and that's the line that I want everybody to hear. If there is a single dollar that goes back to Dr. Fauci, he is personally responsible for the global pandemic. If a single dollar. A single cent. I don't even have to go dollar. If a cent. If a nickel. Let's go nickel. Let's go nickel. Fuck the pennies. Let's go nickel. If a single nickel traces it back to Dr. Fauci and his organization of uh, Resident Evil Umbrella Corporation, he is responsible for the pandemic. He's one of them. 
totally this committee resent, will allow the witness to respond. I totally resent the lie that you are now propagating, Senator, because if you look at the viruses that were used in the experiments that were given in the annual reports that were published in the literature, it is molecularly impossible. No one's saying those it, viruses it is, caused it. it no is one is molecularly those virus caused the pandemic. What we're alleging is that gain-of-function research was going on in that lab, and NIH funded it. That you is can't not get away from it. It meets your definition, and you are obfuscating the truth. I'm not obfuscating the truth. Senator you Paul's are the one. Time is expired, but I will allow the witness to. Let finish. me just finish. I want everyone to understand that if you look at those viruses. And that's judged by qualified virologists and evolutionary biologists. Those viruses are molecularly... By the way, qualified virologists and qualified um, uh, bio whatever the fuck he said. Of course they have to agree with Dr. Fauci who's giving them the paychecks. Could we not? Could we at least come with an argument or uh, an agreement on that? Impossible no one's to result are. No in SARS-CoV-2. We're saying they are gain-of-function viruses because yeah, they were animal not. viruses that became more transmissible in human, and you funded it. And you, you admit the truth. And you implying... Senator Paul, your time has expired, and I will allow witnesses right. who come before this committee to respond. And, and you are implying that what we did was responsible for the deaths of individual I totally resent that. And if anybody is lying here, Senator, it is you. What's up with all the finger pointing? What is up with all the finger pointing? First, Doctor Fauci did the did the did the did the double did the 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 double finger point, and then he was like the single. First off, I hate it when people point their fingers at me, man. I I I absolutely hate it. Senator Smith. Thank you, Dr. Fauci. <laughs> and thanks to all of our panelists for being here today. Look at how happy she is. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. <sighs> all I got to say. Oops, sorry. Breaking point is my favorite. Finally, we listen to the same thing. Yes! Of course, Rob DeRocha, one of my good friends, one of my good stand-up comedy friends. I love the dude. Rob, De Ro De Rob DeRocha says he watches Breaking Points. Breaking Points is something, look, it doesn't matter if you're Republican or Democrat. I love Breaking Points because they hold their party's feet to the fire when it, it when when they should when it comes to compliment the party their party they compliment it when it comes to hold their feet to the fire they do it so to a certain extent that's why i feel like breaking points look when you go to the airport when you go to the gym what do you see you see cnn you see fox i say fuck all that shit i say put on youtube or tell the tell the airport or tell the the gym to subscribe to Breaking Point and let that be run that on loop every time they come out with a new episode. Because that's the only way. That's the only way to fix this freaking heavy divide. You know?
And yes, I will reiterate, fuck the Democrats, fuck the Republicans. They both, both parties did a lot of damage to this country. And, and both parties were equally, were equally to blame for the divisiveness of what, every, what everybody's going through right now. The toxicity of politics. You blame that on mainstream news. You blame it on on CNN slash MSNBC, which is the Democrat propaganda wing. And you blame it on Fox and OAN, which is the Republican propaganda wing. It's as simple as that. I mean, get away. Get away from mainstream media. Stop playing it on loop. Cancel your cable subscription. God damn it. Who's, who, who's still doing cable? Who is still doing cable? <coughs> China floods. Thousands evacuated as rail stations and roads submerged. You know, I think it was uh, it was Germany that had the recent flood too. Man, it's just flooding everywhere, bro. Kill your television set. Adam Myers from Facebook. Thank you, Adam Myers. Yes, that's what I'm talking about, man. Kill your television sets. Hey, you know what, man? Kill your cable. Kill your cable. Kills it. And if, uh, if, if you can't kill your cable, at least take CNN and Fox News out of your, your, your television lexicon, man. Fuck all that shit. Oh, yeah, it's Maze. <laughs> Adam Myers. Who's Adam Myers? <laughs> oh, come on now. Adam Maze says. But thank you, seriously. Oh, man, anytime, bro. Torrential rain has caused sev uh, severe flooding in parts of central China, forcing people from their homes and leaving stations and roads submerged. More than 10,000 people in Henan province have been evacu uh, evacuated to shelters following uh, the record rainfall. Okay, um... You gotta understand something about China, guys. I'm I'm not no China expert, nor nor am I gonna talk shit about China. All I do know is this: I've seen a couple YouTube videos where, where some people travel, uh, uh, some motorcyclists travel from one part of China to the other part of China. Now, when you're in the major provinces, that's you know the ones that's getting uh, a lot of tourists. It's good stuff. Ha good stuff is happening in China, but the moment is like every other country. The moment you step out of its main cities it's it's brutal it's brutal there's no sanitation there's no toilets it's it's like literally there's a hole on the ground and you shit on the ground you shit on the ground the philippines have the same thing i mean i have this joke it's like hey you know what uh why did i leave the philippines well for a better life and i had to stop shitting in a bucket that's basically <laughs> I, I wasn't shitting in a bucket. It just makes the joke work, okay? At least 12 people have died in the city of uh, uh, Jiangzhou since the flooding began. Authorities there confirmed more than a dozen cities have been affected with main roads forced to close and flights canceled. Henan province, which is home to some 94 million people, has issued its highest level of 
weather warning following an unusually active rainy season. Damn, 94 million people in a province? Jeez, man. That's a lot of people, bro. That's a lot of people. Images on social media showed entire streets submerged with cars and debris left drifting in the fast-moving floodwaters. Um, a 20-meter, 65-feet breach has emerged in the dam of Liuang City. Officials said soldiers have been deployed to the area and a statement from the army warned it could collapse at any time. All right, let's watch this video. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. This guy's like... It's like a subway. Oh my god, that's Dude. 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 You're talking about flooding, bro. My god. Look at that. And I bet you, you know, for some people, for some people that, that's living in... in in this kind of environment, this is an everyday thing, perhaps. Perhaps somebody already went through a flood like this. Probably this guy with the black shirt. And was like, look, man, I'll get I'll get dry later tonight. <laughs> that is nuts, though. Not to say that the U.S. never gets flooded. You know, there's a lot of cities in the U.S. that gets flooded all the time, man. Oh, hold on. That's crazy. All right. I say we go to the next. Bezos back in space. This is uh, brought to you by CNET. Bezos rocket to edge of space and back on Blue Origin's first crewed flight. Just days after Virgin Galactus' momentous space flight, Blue Origin writes its own history. Jeff Bezos, the 57-year-old ex-Amazon CEO, I'm not gonna say he's an ex-Amazon, he's still, he's still making gazillions of dollars, and founder of space tourism company Blue Origin finally has his astronaut wings under the picturesque Dawn Sky of the West Texas Desert, a new Shepard rocket word to lie 52 years to the day since Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin pressed their boot prints into the moon. Atop the rocket, locked inside a gumdrop-shaped capsule, Bezos, his brother Mark, aeronautics legend Wally Funk, and 18-year-old customer Oliver Demon headed off toward the invisible arbi arbitrary boundary separating Earth and space as part of mission NS-16. Approximately three minutes after liftoff, the crew experienced weightlessness for the first time and touched the edge of space. Hoots and hollers erupted in the cabin and uh, statically, right, staticky, calls of that's awesome permeated the live broadcast. In the fleeting moment, they joined an exclusive new club for commercial astronauts which prior to the mission numbered only 10. The total number of people who've been to space is just 570. Both lists now count two Bezos brothers, a funk, and a demon in their ranks. Oh, this is the picture. Let's go take a look at this picture. Look at this picture of the people who... Ah, oh, look at the diversity in that, huh? Just kidding. I don't, I don't... I could care less. Hey, you know what? Good job. Good job to these... Good job to these fine people. Good job to these fine people touching space and then going back. 
Good job. Good job, Bezos. Of course, he's trying to be like another Elon Musk. I'm an Elon Musk fan. I'm an Elon Musk whore. But 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 good job to Jeff Bezos. Look, man. The question is, Rubio, if Jeff if if, if Jeff Bezos offered you a free ticket to the edge of space, would you go? I would say hell yeah. Take me to space. Take me to space, oh yeah. Take me to space, man. Hell yeah, take me to space. First off, okay, so I think I think the first tickets and 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 this could be this could be taxed on my paycheck, I don't care. Okay. The first people that should go in space. And this should be a this should be a collective. This should be this should be a collective act, okay? The first people that go in space should be with with a free ticket, free tickets to these people, okay? Are the flat earthers. I would love all the flat earthers to have a free ticket either in Elon's, uh, SpaceX, or Bezos's Blue Origin, or whoever that Virgin Record guy was. I hope they all get a free ticket. And go to space. And I know the majority of those people are still going to question, this is all a hologram. Flat Earth definitely exists. I'm getting manipulated. Sure. Sure. But I would definitely love those people. I would definitely love to, uh, to see all those Flat Earthers. You know what? If you get even 10% of all the Flat Earthers... To reverse their thinking. That's a success. You know. That is a success. But would I go? Hell yeah I would go. In a heartbeat. Okay. I wouldn't even ask for anything. Look. If they're going to charge me money. What's. What's the most I'm willing to pay? I don't know. To see space. I don't even know where the Blue Origin is going. Is it going where the horizon, uh, where the atmosphere stops and space begins? Is it right before then? Because if it's, if it's right before then, no, I still, I still want to want it. I want to go to space, bro. I want to feel, I want to go so high up there that even though it's a, it's a, it's a pressurized cabin, I would still like to be choked a little. <laughs> Nothing sexual at all. I just want to go up there. Oh, let's go to my favorite article. This is uh, brought to you by Fox News. Comedian Bill Burr savages CNN as un-American piece of shit. Yes. Burr claims liberal network is panicking because Boar Biden is a ratings disaster. Yes. Bill Burr savage CNN anchors this week as moronic. America-hating blowhards who secretly uh, uh, COVID a second Trump presidency because he's good for ratings. We all know that. 
Quote, I swear to God, I cannot be, uh, believe people watch the channel. They're so dumb. Blair the Bombastic Comedian and Mandalorian star in a blistering foul mound rant on his podcast this week. Man, come on, come on, come on. Come on, man. Okay, dude, we're going to see it. We're, we're going to see it. Bill Burr, CNN. Let's... Bill Burr, CNN. Let's 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 do this. Let's see. Where is the rant? You know, my mother-in-law comes over to help watch the kids, and uh, she always puts on CNN. And do you know what those fucking morons are doing? Do you know what those fucking morons are doing? They're fucking talking about Trump. I swear to God, I cannot. Trump's not in president. You know, he hasn't been the president for months, guys. I don't know how long. Still talking about it. I can't believe people watch that channel. This, they're so dumb. It's like, do you think these people <laughs> give a fuck? Who's pre they want Darth Vader to come back. Yeah, they, they want him to come back because yeah, they, they got do. nothing to talk about because it's show business. No, they want Trump to come back because it's great for ratings. Okay, that's all. And Joe Biden is a fucking bore. They can't bitch about him because he's wearing a blue tie. So now what do they do? They're going out there. They're doing what they did the first time to get this guy elected by giving him all this free coverage. While they act like they allegedly don't like him. I don't buy it. I don't buy, I don't it, buy it either, it. Bill. They're a I don't corporate buy it either. news channel. And they just, they're just, they're, they're fucking treasonous, un-American pieces of shit, just like Fox News, MSNBC, just like all. Yes, 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 and yes. Yes, 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 and yes. All of them. Just like fucking all of them. By the way, if you don't agree with this guy, if you don't agree with Burr, you could go fuck off. He is, this, this guy is speaking truth right now. You know, I kind of got a little, kind of like, my eyes were rolling when he was talking about the vaccine thing. Okay, I get that. Nobody's perfect. Okay. But when Bill Burr says, he, when Bill Burr is roasting CNN and saying how CNN is a piece of shit, that's what you do. I was at the gym the other day, right? You know, oh, fucking Billy Big Boobs, right? <laughs> <laughs> on the elliptical. And they had CNN on with the sound down. And I wanted to ask him, can you turn the fucking channel? No, they didn't have the sound down. They made it seem like all of California was on fire, which I know it is, but like there's nothing I can do about it. All right. And then then they go, okay, and then uh now let's talk COVID and the numbers are up. It's just like what what is their fucking deal on those on those channels? I'll tell you I'll tell you what their deal is, Bill. Um they want nothing uh just to make society and everybody that watches their channel fear. Get their heart palpitations going. You know? Get their diabetes going. That's basically what they want, man. Don't they have any idea what they're doing to you? Cycle. Here I am at the fucking gym trying to work off a bunch of goddamn ice cream sundaes. And all I get is fucking fires and pandemic shit. You can't fucking, you know. How about a positive story? I swear to God, if I ran a 24-hour news network... You know, our brand would be, we give you two bad, but we still give you one good. 
Two steps back, but one step forward. Yeah. Yeah. Completely agree, right? It's not all about negative news coverage, okay? Sometimes you just got to... It, it, you know, life is not all downhill, okay? <laughs> Give you a couple of good stories. You, you do a story that involves uh, race relations where people are actually getting along. Hey, what about that? Well, that doesn't get ratings. You have to make them feel like shit. Yeah. You have to scare the hell out of them. You got to make them feel like they got a virus. Their house is going to burn down. And, uh, and that the fucking the Nazis are coming back <laughs> to us. Those are the tent poles that yep. make for a great uh, 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 half hour of news. If they don't have a gun in their mouth by 18 minutes in, then, then we're not doing our job. I think that that's what they say. You know? Can you imagine if that was your fucking job to just go on TV every day and lie and... and Get people to be against each other and, and just have everybody just sort of walking around in a low to high level of hysteria. <laughs> it's like fucking like the guys in the NHL whose job it is to go out there and stir it up, you know, slashing and fucking spearing people the ref's not looking just pissing people off let's get a little chippy out there that that's how the news channels like it they want it to be a little chippy you know it'd be a great fucking prank is to somehow like hack into them their whatever their news feed is and it's just nothing but good news and just watch to see if they could do it Because everything they're saying anyways is biased, right? So who gives a fuck if you lie about it, right? That's what everybody's doing on the internet, aren't they? Yeah. Their goddamn fucking Instagram pages. Holding your phone up. So you up your number. You're a four, but you want to look like a six. So you stretch your little fucking T-Rex arms up over your fucking slightly above average size head. <laughs> so it doesn't look as big. Like, look at her way down there. Hey. Look, man, I'm gonna I'm gonna go stop that right now because I've got look, man. I know plenty of my friends that watch CNN. You know, especially some of my close family members. You know, that's where they get their news, and that is so bad. If you're getting your news from CNN, at least do yourself the favor. I say this all the time. I don't know how many times I've said it in this freaking live stream. If you're gonna get your news from CNN, at least do your due diligence and at least go to Fox News and get some of theirs too. You know, and this is what is causing the country to divide is because we're so tribal. We, you know, we believe in confirmation bias. We just want to stick with our team. You know, whatever my team says, I'm going to believe this is this is the problem. And what my good friend Rob DeRosha pointed out earlier in his comment, he too, he's he's heavy into politics himself. Very articulate, knows what he's talking about. He too watches breaking points. Now, me and him disagree on a lot of things, but what we could come uh, uh, come in agreement with is that mainstream media is fucking shitty. Mainstream media is fucking shitty. So I urge everybody to see breaking points with Crystal and Sagar. You know, and if you're gonna go, you know if. You know, go watch your Ben Shapiro. Go watch your Jimmy Dorian. Go watch your Kyle Kalinske. Go watch those guys. Even though I don't live, listen to David Pac-Man. Pac-Man. Pac-Man? 
Pac-Man. There you go. Listen to him too. And one of my favorites, uh, Dave Smith. He's he's a comedian. I will be always biased towards comedians. Watch his show. He's a libertarian that knows his shit too. It's just like, come on, guys. Come on. And plus, what about the politically homeless? I am politically homeless, okay? I was actually ranting on uh, ranting on stage a couple days ago at an open mic saying, hey, I don't give a fuck. People know I voted Trump. I voted Trump, but at the same time, I voted Obama. I voted Trump. At the same time, I voted Hillary. So what the... What, what, you... You you're gonna pitch and hold you you you're gonna cast me into the writers whatever happened to the Capital Six writers you're gonna cast me with those people, and granted, uh, I'm gonna read an article about that like one of the Capital writers uh being being sentenced I think it's a little overkill, but yeah man I say if you're if you're so politically partisan. That you can't even give the other side a listen. Fuck off, bro. You're the problem. And I think people in the center who are centrist, who are radical centrist like me, I'm radically in the center. You know? And going to be cliche, I'm fiscally conservative, yet uh, socially liberal. Yes, because I am. But I don't know, dude. I don't know. I'm just here doing my thing. NBA Finals 2021. The Phoenix Suns need preposterous shooting to win. Just the way the Milwaukee Bucks want it. One trend that has perhaps been... Under discussed in these always evolving NBA Finals, the Milwaukee Bucks are one way away, one win from the title in large part because their offense has been really good, really, really good. The Bucks in the Finals have poured 117.7 points per 100 uh, possessions, a mark that would have edged the Brooklyn Nets for number one in the regular season. The ugliness of some of Milwaukee's mandarin half-court possessions obscures how lethal this team can be when it gets rolling. Okay, so I don't know how you guys feel about the NBA Finals. I think it's the most boring NBA Finals. Of course, you know, I wanted I wanted the Brooklyn Nets and I wanted the Lakers, but because of the way things turned out and because of injuries, we weren't able to see that and even though I'm a Laker fan and it was a healthy Brooklyn Nets and it was a healthy Lakers I still just by just by the numbers alone you would be a fool not to think that Brooklyn would have uh, walked away with the title now that that's just completely hypothetical right but this finals right here this NBA finals has <sighs> Every everybody hates it when I say this. I would like Phoenix to win. I think Chris Paul deserves a ring. Now, a lot of people hate Chris Paul. A lot of people hate him. I understand. He's an asshole. 
But you know what? I mean, if that asshole, he's like a Dennis Rodman. Look, you could criticize Dennis Rodman, but I bet you if you're playing on Dennis Rodman's team, you would be 100, 100% support whatever he does. Same thing with Chris Paul. You could hate him being on the other team, but when he's playing for your team, the things that he does, you have no choice but to support it. Ah, <sighs> this is this is a boring NBA Finals, though. I got I got I got to admit. Look, it's Game Five. If it goes to Game Seven, it all any series that go uh, goes to Game Seven, it's always exciting. I get it. But nobody, nobody wanted to see the Suns and the Bucks. Nobody. If you would have told me in the beginning of the NBA season, hey, you know what? Uh, the Suns and the Bucks are are gonna end up playing each other in the NBA Finals, I would have said, well, I'm no longer an NBA fan. <laughs> I was just kidding around, but I, you know, you know what I'm trying to say. It's like nobody, nobody wanted to see this. Nobody wanted to see this shit. Nobody wanted to see this shit. You're talking about nobody wants to see this shit. Yeah, that's right. Nobody wants to see this shit. But it is what it is. I mean, you know, it's at game five. Everybody's... I guess if you're living in Phoenix or Milwaukee, it's, it's definitely exciting times for you. Good job. Good job. You guys, low market NBA teams, good job. <laughs> Not talking shit about you guys. Not talking shit, but I am talking shit, you know. Oh, my good boy Andy Southern said, yo, if you guys don't know me and Andy Southern will be gracing the stage of the Haha ha Cafe later this evening at 8. And I will be gracing the stage at the Maui Sugar Meal at 10 p.m. later tonight as well. If you guys don't know Andy Southern, uh, me and this guy go way back. Uh, I love this dude and he's a very, very funny dude. You should follow him on your on your socials. Yes, it's going to be a great time. <laughs> Let's see if that's what the crowd thinks. <laughs> you know what? Um, I got another article. This is uh, an article brought to you by United Press International. Loose bull temporarily. Tem uh, temporary shuts down New York Highway. Authorities and animal rescue, uh, rescue groups in New York are attempting to capture an escaped bull that shut down a stretch of highway Tuesday morning. The Suffolk, I hope I'm saying that right. County Police Department said uh, officers were dispatched about 8.20 a.m. on a report of a loose bull in Mastic, Long Island. <laughs> Police sent on an alert asking residents in their area to remain indoors and report any sightings to the animal to 911. <laughs> Look, man, if there was an animal, if there was a loose bull loose in North Hollywood or Burbank, and there was like an Amber Alert saying, there's a loose bull in LA, everybody stay at home, who the fuck is going to stay at home? If the authorities called, if, if, if the authorities 
went to the local news channel. It was like, look, guys, we have uh, um, a party of loose bulls on the streets. Please, everybody stay at home. No! No, I'm not going to stay at home. I'm going to go out there and try to make some viral videos. How about that? That's what I'm going to do. Stay at home. I'm not going to fucking stay at home. You crazy. <laughs> the bull escaped from a farm. The bull escaped from a farm by breaking through a fence. Police said, wow, bad fencing. Bad fence. Bad fence. Who, who installed that fence on a bull? A stretch of sun, uh, Sunrise Highway was shut down near exit 58 shortly after the first reported bull sightings. When the first wandered into the roadway, the bull left the area and the runway was reported after about 20 minutes. Rescue group Long Island uh, Orchestrating for Nature said in a Facebook post that personnel are working with police to capture the bull safely and find the animal a new home at a sanctuary. Yeah, bro. I must re I must reiterate, dude. If there's if there's a loose bull somewhere, if there's a loose animal anywhere, uh, if there's a loose any wild animal in the city of LA, who do you think? You know, yeah, I know you would have the pussy stay home. You would have the pussy stay home, but you would, you know, if hey, what's up, Max? Fuck it. Tell the bitch to leave and good rinse. Don't let the door hit you. <laughs> uh, thank you, Max. <laughs> thank you for the kind words, Max. But seriously, uh, Max, let's say, uh, you, I think you live in Kansas City, right? If the Kansas, if if if, if you're in Kansas City, and and you're and you're watching the news, and then the news uh, reporters tell you, "Hey, look." Look, uh, uh, there's there's a team. There's there's uh, uh, there's a so many number of loose bulls out in Kansas City. Everybody stay home. Would you stay home? You wouldn't stay home, Max. You would be like, you know what? I'm gonna go outside with my GoPro camera and I'm gonna go outside with my family so we could see some fucking bulls. That's what you're gonna. That's what you're gonna say. The Mexican bull <laughs> The Mexican bull riders are gonna have a barbecue. Yeah, man. You know what? I've never had bull. I've had bison. Is that the same shit? I don't know. I'm so ignorant when it comes to meat. Okay, I'll be the first one to admit. I've had bison. Bison's pretty good. Now I'm a Joe Rogan watcher, and to a certain extent, I've I've gotta I've gotta try elk. I've never tried elk. I gotta try elk one of these days. Everybody's like, dude, you gotta try elk. I don't even know where to get elk in LA. Where do you get elk in LA? You can't. If there's a restaurant that sells elk, man, I'll be the first person over there to say, what's up, bro? Boy. Oh, Jordan Harris uh, from Facebook. Boy, I just got done with a three-mile uh, run and a one-mile walk. Man, why a one-mile walk, bro? Why not a four-mile run, bro? What's up with the one-mile walk? 
do a four-mile run. Is Jordan Harris being a bitch, man? You couldn't hang on for that last mile, Jordan? Just kidding, man. Good job. Three-mile run. Uh, three miles more than me. Yeah, fuck running, bro. The only time I run is to run away from trouble or to run away from the cops. Had to convince Christine to walk with me. <laughs> Blaming it on the girl, huh? Look at you, Jordan. Blaming it on the girl. Bison is the stuff. Now, Max, I've never... I think I've had bison. I've had bison. I've had alligator. I've had rabbit. Again, I must reiterate. I want to try bison. Or I, I, I want to try elk. Want to try elk 100%. Damn! Are you serious, Jordan? Jordan is living at a place with 52% humidity on top of 90 degree weather. What does that even feel like? Does that feel like 100? You know... Uh, that's that's a good reminder. Last time I checked, it was like a week ago. I checked uh, I checked the weather of the Philippines. I think it was last Tuesday. It was 98 degrees with 95% humidity. Fuck that! Don't even tell me to do nothing outside. I'm not going to do anything outside. 98 degrees with 94% humidity? Fuck that, dude. It's normally <laughs> sweat, lol. It's normally 65 plus. Oh, okay. God damn, man. You sweat when you go outside. Yeah, dude. I mean, you know, one of the main reasons why I left the Philippines was uh, one, the humidity, and second, uh, freedom. How about that? Uh, <laughs> and poverty. I left. I left the Philippines because I had to stop shitting in a bucket. Okay. I was just kidding. It was a joke. I wasn't shitting in a bucket, but. You know, I do remember because the toilets were so bad over there and it wasn't recommended that you flush toilet paper down the toilet. You had to actually wipe your ass and throw it in the trash can. So your your bathroom always smelled like shit. Now, this happens in Mexico, too. It's not just a Filipino thing. OK, it's not just a Philippine thing. And when I came to the States, I had to get used to that. I would still throw my feces infested toilet paper into the trash can in my bathroom. It took me like a year or two years to adjust to that. It was it's pretty bad, bro. Pretty bad. But uh, appreciate the USA. 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 Appreciate that, guys. You don't have to throw your feces infested toilet paper inside the freaking your bathroom trash can. Appreciate that out of all the things. And I got a bidet now. So moving up in the world, huh? Okay, let's go ahead and watch this. This is, of course, uh, by Crystal and Sager, Breaking Points. Uh, I love their show, and I hope everybody takes the time to watch their show on a daily basis um, when their episodes get released. I think they release every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, or Friday. I don't know. But Breaking Points with Crystal and Sager. Watch it. Let's go ahead and watch it. Now this. they're Another very interesting development yesterday. You can cut, put uh, Glenn Greenwald's tweet up on the screen here. So we had the first January 6th rioter, a guy named Paul Hodgkins, um, who was sentenced on a <laughs> felony 
guilty plea. What he pled guilty to was, it was something like obstruction of co congressional proceedings yep. or something like that. Prosecutors wanted 18 months in prison. What he actually pled to and what he was sentenced to was eight months in prison. Uh, so here's, we can put uh, Michael Tracy's tweet up on the screen, which has the details of what Paul Hodgkins did. So he trespassed in the Capitol. And then uh, walking among the desks in the Senate chamber, he, he ha was wearing eye goggles. I'm not really sure why that's that <laughs> relevant. Uh All I'm saying is this guy obviously was probably walking along, wasn't even thinking about breaking into the Capitol, saw a flood of people going into the Capitol, into the Capitol building, was like, hey, hey, nothing. I have no work tomorrow. Let's well just go there. And then he was in there, and then he was like, I'm going to take some... I'm going to take some selfies. Now, should this guy be, I would say, sentenced at the same punishment as a guy that actually uh, did some damage? This is where the partisan argument continues, right? Um, he took a selfie-style photograph with his cell phone. That's all he walked did. Walked down the Senate well, where a few feet away, several individuals were shouting, praying, and cheering, using a bullhorn. He walked toward the individuals, remained standing with them while they continued commanding the attention of others. And then at about 3.15 p.m., he left the Senate chamber and he left the U.S. Capitol building. So there's a big conversation going on about whether this sentence is appropriate, um, given that Paul Hodgkin's based on what we know, was nonviolent. I mean, look, according to the according federal, to the federal government, who have all the cameras and the records, I bet you if he was violent, they would have said so. Yes, so according to the federal prosecutors here, didn't attack anyone, didn't even deface any property. Yeah. Um, what he's accused of doing is uh, entering the Capitol unlawfully and taking a selfie in the Senate gallery. So I really thought a lot about this one, Sagar, because I don't want to have a knee-jerk reaction to this stuff. And I did think what happened on January 6th was horrendous. And I do think that people who were involved, especially people who were involved, and we saw some of the assaults on officers, <laughs> the guy who was getting yeah. crushed in the in door, the door. Right. all of that, like, you should, there should be consequences for those actions that are commensurate with the actions that you took. I completely agree. However, you can't judge this one individual based on the awfulness of the day. You have to judge him on what his individual part was and yeah. what actions were taken. So I tried in order to, you know, attempt to remove my own bias from the situation because I'm obviously not particularly sympathetic to this group of people. I thought about, well, what if it was like a Black Lives Matter protester who went into a police station illegally that had already been, you know, broken open by another group mm. of protesters and took a selfie and hung out for a while and then left? Would I think that that action merited eight months in prison? And the answer is no. Yeah. You know. What are my principles? I don't believe in this system of, you know, mass incarceration that we have constructed. Um, I don't believe that these sorts of like, you know, making a, a show of someone and sentencing them based on like the, the totality of the day. I don't I don't <coughs> believe in that. That isn't core to my principles. Um, so evaluating the situation through that lens, I have to say, like... By the way, I already watched this video and uh, Crystal makes an excellent point about... Um, uh, well, I'll, I'll, I'll let her talk. <laughs> this seems like... This really seems like throwing the book at someone who was not ultimately violent 
in order to make a, a statement about the the terrible nature of the day. And then the other thing here that I think is is relevant is the government really wanted to paint this as a domestic terror. Yes. And, you know, the, the judge didn't really buy that. Again, ultimately what he pled to was obstruction of congressional proceedings or something of that nature. Um, but the other thing that I really oppose is just casually throwing around this word terrorism and using it oftentimes as a justification for uh, furthering mass incarceration, for increasing surveillance and further empowering the national security state. And so, you know, that that sort of approach of the government is also something that I find, you know, really troubling. No, I think you're right. And that was the problem that I kind of had with this. And I th Look, it's actually pretty simple. Take the Black Lives Matter protester, for example. If you wandered in to that, then no. Like, I don't think you deserve eight months in prison. If you threw a Molotov cocktail at a police station or you threw one at an actual police officer. Yeah. Which is very dangerous. Does anybody know what actually a Molotov cocktail is? It's like if if somebody threw a Molotov cocktail at you and it exploded uh, on your body, you would be engulfed in flames. You could... It's fatal. Yeah, I think you should go to jail probably for a while. And it doesn't take a difference. It doesn't take a brain in order to see that. And I think Americans would generally be on board. The troubling part here is that they tried to use the domestic terrorism. And while Paul Hodgkins ultimately got eight months in prison, they sought 18 months. That's a year and a half that the government was asking, saying January 6th was an act of domestic terror and using that to color the specific actions. I'm not. Was January 6th bad? Yes, it was bad, okay? But was it a threat to the democracy, which a lot of people claim to be? In my opinion, no, it wasn't, okay? Is a threat to democracy a guy wearing a freaking head-to-toe freaking bull outfit, whatever the fuck he was wearing? Is that a threat to the democracy? Gosh, come on. You know what's a threat to the democracy? How about cyber hacking our NSA department? How about that? That's a threat to the democracy. Not a freaking a buffoon dressed up as a freaking uh uh freaking bull guy with a USA freaking flag just walking up and down the halls of the Capitol uh building. That's not a threat to democracy. That's just called bad policing. That's what that's called. I'm not defending Paul Hodgkins. The guy looks like an idiot, frankly. Um, I'll, I'll just say it plainly. In terms of wandering around, going in there, at the end of the day, <coughs> he was in the new Capitol building for 25 minutes, according to the government himself. He walked in and he was like, whoa, this is crazy. Took a selfie and walked out. Didn't do anything else. If he defaced property, that's actually a different story. If you go in and you pulled something down and you ripped up a desk or you're you know, zip tie guy or you're one of those people who, um, who was like trying to break through the glass or whatever with the vice president or whatever on the yeah. other side. That's a whole other story, folks. That's actually completely different. If you're one of the ringleaders um, or one of those people who pushed through the barricade, knocked a female officer on yeah. the ground, that is completely different. But using, as you said, the totality of the event. And I think a lot of... And this goes to the broader point. Look, man, the punishment has to fit the crime, Right. And this guy just, look, <laughs> fault him for the fact that he went into the Capitol building. Okay, I agree with you on that, okay? But if, look, if I was around there, would I have gone into the Capitol building? Yeah, would I have wrecked shit? No. 
If I saw a massive, uh, massive amount of people walking toward the Capitol building and I was in the middle of a, the middle of the herd, I would have been sheep. I would have followed. Be like, hey, this is so cool. I'm going to the Capitol. I bet you that's that's what the majority of the people, what uh, that's what they were thinking. Like, hey, we're in the Capitol building. Let's take some selfies. I don't think there was nothing nefarious about it. And for the people that think that, that that try to condemn everybody that participated in the in in, in the in the January six riots, you guys are idiots too. You know, it's like it's it's like it's like putting putting one person under the umbrella of an ideology. It's like it doesn't make no sense to me. Every person had a different reason for going over there. Okay, whatever the reason was, I don't know. But for for most people, it wasn't nefarious. Okay. It wasn't nefarious at all. And if you believe it was something nefarious and something evil, something that goes against democracy, you're an idiot too. I don't know, dude. I'm just here just 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 spouting off my mouth. Oh, Chris, would you have gone? Would you have gone in there in the building? I, again, again. Yes, I would have. Not because I wanted to. It's because I was following their... Look, man, if you were... Look. Before before the January 6th riots, uh, I'm just talking about before they broke into the Capitol. If me and my boys were just tailgating, we had a Budweiser's or Tecate, or we had freaking... We had some booze, man. If we had some booze and we were drunk, we're like, yeah, all right. And we we're walking down whatever street that was in front of the Capitol building. And then you just seen the police open up the gates into the Capitol building. Me knowing myself, knowing how I act when I'm drunk, I'm not belligerent. I'm not violent, but would have, would I have followed people into the building? Fuck yeah, I would have. I would have had a good time if I was in the rotunda. Would I have taken a selfie? Yes, I would have taken a selfie. Nothing nefarious about it. I would have broke shit. Given if 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 I had enough beers, I would have probably went to the guy that was wearing the bull outfit. I'd be like, hey dude, let me borrow your freaking bull outfit. Let me borrow your American flag. And let's take some TikTok videos, man. Let's do this. I would have done the same thing, man. <laughs> Jordan Harris from Facebook says, oh, man, what's this? This is a long one, dude. I had someone I know go, and he was outside and then go in, but he said it was a select few of hundreds of thousands, and he said most of the people didn't even know it was happening, but only uh, knew because the news was reporting it. Yeah! Yeah! I would have been on the same boat, man. Again, everybody had a different reason for being there. Again, I, I, I got to give you the hypothetical. If I was a Jordan, if me and Jordan were at that Capitol Hill before the riots even happened, at January 6th, and we're just walking down, and we were we were uh, 10 Budweiser's deep. 
Budweiser heavies, by the way. None of this Bud Light bullshit. I'm talking about we're 10 heavy Budweiser's deep. Plus a couple joints. I don't know. And then, uh, you know, people were walking into the Capitol building, taking selfies. I would have been like, Jordan, let's go. Let's have a good time. Let's say, let's take a couple selfies. Send it to Christine. Send it to my wife. Let's do this. Let's go into Nancy's Polo, uh, Nancy Pelosi's office. Let's, let's, let's put our, let's put our shoes up. Take a selfie in her office. Would I have done that? I don't know if I would have done that. I don't know. But that would have been pretty funny, though, if if it did. <laughs> it would have been hilarious. You know, guys, I'm not an avid baseball watcher. But I do got to admit that sometimes instant, instant replay in professional sports has um, has been evolving throughout the years has been evolving to a point where it's almost a necessity. And if you're a sport that doesn't have instant replay, I think you could use instant replay in most sports. I don't know about curling. <laughs> Talk about most sports. But uh, we're going to watch a video right now on how... Ever wonder how the MLB instant replay works? Well, we're about to watch this. Let's go ahead and do it. We're at Station 3 in the Replay Operations Control Room here at MLB.com. The Replay Operations Control Room. Man, that's, that's a serious name. Hey, where do you work at, man? I am at the Replay. UFC needs to use it, man. I know, right? It's about time. 1-0 pitch, ripped into right field, now it's headed toward the corner. A ball down a right field line, and we have a potential play that takes place at third base. Anytime there's a potential play like that, uh, there'll be an alert that goes off. In addition to these two live angles that we are going to have on the broadcast feed, we're also going to get a look at up to 13 additional cameras that are not live on the broadcast that we can control and edit and look for additional replays. On this play, we would probably ask the third base umpire, when did you see the tag? Did you have the runner on the base and then coming off? And just look for any particulars that he could lead us to that we should be looking for, especially in a video like this, that it's pretty close as to whether or not he was tagged prior to getting to the base. Like that, stop. Show me some of the stuff that we saw in the original broadcast. Forward, 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 forward. Group it. So I think the tag happened right there. His left arm looks like it's above the base, but you can't tell where the right arm is, whether or not it's off the base. We're gonna let this one stand, Randy. I've seen nothing on any of these replays that I feel are clear and convincing evidence, which is our standard, to change the call that was made on the field. So at this point, I would call back to the umpires and say, all right, we're gonna let the call on the field stand. And the majority of the time, they were right. Yep. Mike Sosa's not real happy about it. You can't argue after it's been reviewed. By the way, 
I do want to say this. Um, since we're going inching, and every year um, this country becomes more of a police state, you know, um, it's going to be a matter of time. There's going to be a camera in uh, every street corner. And uh, we're going to demand instant replays from, like, car accidents and stuff like that. Could I get an instant replay? Whose fault is it, really? It's going gonna, it's gonna to come to that. Okay? It's going to come to a point where even a normal conversation would be like, you know, you, you, know, you said some racist shit, man. You, no, I didn't. Man, we're gonna, we're, we are going to call the international body of instant replays for this country. And then, they, and then they call it, and then they, and then they replay they they replay the conversation you had. Like, see, you used the N-word. I did. Oh my god, I'm so drunk. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's it's gonna come to that point, man. It's gonna come to that point. <laughs> That'd be hilarious though. Instant instant replay in real lives, man. I mean, you know, there's been a couple skits about it. Instant replay in everyday everyday scenarios, but that could be a thing, man. That could be a thing. We started the process with home runs, and it was a successful process. We ran it for you know five years uh, on just home runs, and it was. By the way, if you have any inclination how the NSA looks like, it probably looks like this plus a gazillion more TVs. Okay, just take just take a look at the background. Take a look at the background. You know, you have 13, 13 cameras in one stadium alone. How many cameras do they have in one city? Like, let's say, let's say the city of L.A. How many cameras do you think they have um, recording the public? Look, man, I am against a police state. OK, I'm against it 100 percent. But there's something to be said about having a camera, knowing that there's a camera on every block. Is crime going to go down? I would say yes. I would say hell yeah. You know, it's like when when people know they're being recorded, when people know they're being recorded, people act way differently. Okay, that's why when Trump said there's that, that's locker room, there's really a thing, dude. If if I was with a group of my boys and it was just my boys, the people that I grew up with, there'd be a lot of racist jokes, there'd be a lot of dick jokes, and there'd be a lot of misogynistic things that's going to be said that's just the nature of guys being guys oh check out china they're so locked down oh yeah man talk about a police state china with a social credit score and stuff like that are you fucking kidding me dude now that's scary now i would like to see i would like to see either reports I would like to see either reports uh, of China's crimes, like 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 civilian crimes. I wonder if they nip that in about a hundred percent. Because yeah, China, everything's being recorded, man. Hi, do you woke on Hebrews? I don't know. I don't. I don't even know what that means. Do do I woke on Hebrews from an unknown user? I don't know. <laughs> But there is something. Look, man, I'm I'm not saying a, a police state is more negative than positive. But as far as the positives for a police state, I would say to nip crime in the butt. I would say 
you cut burglaries, you cut murders, you cut probably violent crime by 50%. I'm just I'm just putting it out there. I'm not a statistician or anything. I'm just putting it out there. China has the second largest pri uh, prison population, I believe. Oh, damn. But then the thing is, like, with China, like, you wouldn't even have to commit a crime to commit a crime. I mean, to talk ill of the CCP is a crime, you know? And they're monitoring you through their phones, through their cameras. It's scary. It's a scary place to live. Now, I wonder, here's a good question. I wonder which one uh, is more of a police state. Is it Russia or is it China? I'm leaning towards China. But Russia... <sighs> Talking bad about the CCP puts you in the labor camp. Yeah, man. I am going to talk shit about the CCP. Fuck the CCP. Oh, my God. Chris Rubio is going to die tomorrow. <laughs> Russia is way better than you think. I did not know that. In, in, in what way? is I, I mean, I know Russia is better as far as... Um, I want to say how it treats its people, but as far as... The economy and stuff. Yeah, I would say that. I've had a good amount of people go there and said it's way better than America portrays it to be. Do you think it's the same for China, though? Do you think it's the same for China? Well, if you're a tourist, see, I'm not, I'm not, see, okay, so th this, this is where the, I would say that the discrepancies actually start, okay? Uh, yeah, I'm talking about, fuck the tourists. I'm talking about everyday citizens that live there, okay? I think Russia and China treats its tourists different than the way it treats its people, okay? I mean, that's just a given. That's just like common sense to me, you know? Oh yeah, yeah. My wife says uh, if you live in Hong Kong, it's probably it's probably way different. Yeah, I, yeah, I totally agree with that. Even though as a tourist in China, you'd still not be able to say bad things about China. Yeah, I mean, granted, I would. Uh, I always want to visit China, and if I did visit China, bro, I would be on my best behavior. Damn it, God damn it, man. I'd be I'd be wearing the CCP shirt and everything, man. I'd be so pro communist over there, bro. Bro, if, if I was going to visit China, I would change my name from Chris Rubio to Karl Marx in, in an instant, bro. <laughs> I do not want them to worry about me. <laughs> Whereas Russia, you could probably say fuck Russia and someone might just hit you. Ooh, yeah, well, probably, right? Yeah, but that uh, all that is interesting, man. If I was if if I had a choice between China and Russia, and I had a two week vacation, where would I go? I would 
I don't know. Let me ask my wife. Babe, Russia or China? We had a two-week vacation. Where would you go? It's confirmed. It's confirmed. If we had a choice, if me and my wife had a choice between uh, taking a vacation in China or taking a vacation in Russia, she definitely said Russia. And she would run a room at Snowden. <laughs> I'd pick Russia. Jordan, uh, Jordan picks Russia too. Yeah. Oh, uh, Jordan, by the way, my wife says, how did you enjoy Costa Rica? And I know I already know the answer. How could you not enjoy Costa Rica? Russia has a landscape, but like like America does uh, also the cities are clean as, as snap. Oh, yeah, dude. I bet. Man, it was oh so beautiful. He said it was oh so beautiful. Also, you should live stream your set tonight. Ah, I wish I could, but I don't have that capabilities outside in the remote world, man. I have to be inside the studio. But you know what? If I had the choice to live stream it, I, I probably... I, I know I could live stream it through my phone, but uh, it's just too much work sometimes, man. Well, guys, we made it. Ladies and gentlemen, of course, I just want to say once again, thank you very much for joining another edition of In the Studio with Rubio every Tuesdays and Saturdays at 2 p.m., sometimes at 3. Sometimes I'm not, I'm not that punctual sometimes. But if you guys want to follow me on my socials, ladies and gentlemen, go ahead and do the do. I'm on all these wonderful platforms, plus my new one, Minds, Odyssey, Rumble, and BitChute. And guys, I do this Monday through Friday. If you guys want to send me some money, go ahead, support my work. I'm on Venmo, Cash App, PayPal, Zeal, and Facebook Messenger. And of course, if you guys are on YouTube, go ahead and hit that notification bell. But most importantly, go ahead and hit that subscribe button on your lower right-hand side. A special shout out to Jordan Harris for making it alive, for making it out alive in Costa Rica. You're always a wonderful guest. Also, Max from D-Live, you're fucking wild. Andy Southern from Facebook. Adam Myers from Facebook. We got Rob DeRosha. And, of course, I am Chaotic, also known as Jordan Harris, again, from Twitch. You guys are wonderful. Thank you very much. God bless. Peace out.